Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Well, that, that's, that's the life of a Giants fan. That's how we all feel. You're all up. We're all frustrated. That's why you have the frog in your throat already. Let me tell you something, man. Or the bacon, one of the two. Let me tell you something. The bacon and the coffee. That, I really didn't need that on a Thursday night. I did not need that. It's a good football game, man. See, not if you're a Giants fan, it wasn't. No. It was progress, growth, maturity. Sure. Whatever. Continue to move forward. We got to just decide that we want to play and stay a little more disciplined. All right, Coach Johnson, how else do you feel about the game? If, if we somehow can stay disciplined and do the little things, then we would come out of there with a W. The little things like catch the ball. Don't jump off sides when you just won the game. Operative word, discipline. They weren't disciplined at all last night. That's the Yo. problem. I That's can't the problem. Take it. All right, look, we're going to find out who's to blame for this loss in two minutes. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. That includes Chris Canty to talk Giants, 9, 10 a.m. Eastern. Guys, that was so – first of all, I'm still getting used to this morning schedule where Sundays, Mondays, and now Thursdays, which means – Struggle City. Monday, Tuesday, Friday, you're – beat and I keep trying to say oh, I'm gonna watch the first half I'll go to sleep these games these these primetime games keep going down to the wire all right key who is to blame Ugh. for the Giants loss last night love media who's to blame that's right well I mean if, if you really want to blame somebody you blame the players that's what's on it's on the players it's not on anybody else except the players um Lawrence jumping off sides is on him it's not on the coaches they were not on the field uh the drop touchdown pass is on the receiver it's not on the coaches or the front office that's who it's on everybody wants to try and run away from the the actual facts there's some things that you can blame on coaches and front office people and those things that cost them that game it's not on them. Well, not on them at all. We have a difference of opinion on this that we're going to get into. <laughs> the two Giants fans are like, <laughs> like come it's on. It's a cumulative effect. That's yeah. why for all us. All right, look. First, let's listen to Joe Judge, the Giants head coach, after the game on who the loss is on. The biggest thing for him is, that's, you know, it's going to be a tough lesson. It's a lesson you got to learn. A lesson we all have to learn, you know, as a team, that we don't repeat the mistakes one by one. We've got to see that make sure we clean it up. These are obviously things we've talked about, coached, but obviously we have to do a better job, you know, in the future going forward. But, look, I'm not going to put this on Dex, and I don't want anyone to put this on Dex. Okay, Dex is a good player. He's a strong piece of our locker room. He's a good teammate. He's fun to coach. He's productive for us as a player. I'm not going to put this on Dexter Lawrence, okay? There's things we all have to do better as professionals, all right, but I'm not going to put this on any one player or one situation. Hey, let me just set that up for a second a little better. You heard it on ESPN 630 Sports Capital. Dexter Lawrence, the Giants defensive tackle, good player. He's good last year, good young player. Jumped off sides on a 48-yard field goal attempt by Dustin Hopkins. That he missed. That he missed. <sighs> um, the penalty gave him another shot to win the game, and on an untimed down, Hopkins nailed a 43-yard field goal, and they won 30-29. to Washington did. So... And by the way, Key, that second kick looked very similar to the first one, only five yards out, maybe a little better, and five yards closer. So I get, Key, 
Joe Judge not putting it on Dexter Lawrence there because that's a boneheaded thing, but it's like one isolate. Cost him the game. No way around that. That cost him the game, right? Well, they a win lot if of, he doesn't uh, do that. Uh, several things in the game cost him the game. Mm-hmm. That one happened to be the last one. Yeah. But if Darius but it didn't Slayton, affect the play and they won Darius the game. Darius Slayton catch the touchdown, the game's over. You're up 10 with six minutes left to go. It's a wrap. It's game, game, but game over. There are higher and lower leverage situations. At the end of the game, <sighs> man, dude, when drop, you got the lead. Uh, <laughs> dude, yeah. drop the ball, man. That ain't got nothing to do with no damn coaching staff and no general manager. You know, the, the coach, video. the coach, the coach, Jason Garrett, dialed it up, and your guy, as you call him, Danny Nichols, delivered it. Danny, what did everybody got to say can now? I just tell you something? Hmm. Leave that da- dude alone. I know Darius Slayton played a good game. Sterling Shepard played a good game. And we could talk about Kenny Galladay, Kenny G later, and that whole rift between him and Daniel Jones. But, you know, it's interesting. Before this week, I think there were a lot of people in that locker room Looking at Daniel Jones, be like, man, you better get your stuff together, man. He got it together, though. Because I'm going to say the right thing in the media. I'm going to play that game, but you better you better get it together. If I'm Daniel Jones this morning, I'm looking at my team like, okay, make that catch, man. Well, he, he need to just keep playing. I, he he don't keep playing, he don't need but to I'm look still. At nobody. He but just I, needs to I'm play. not saying you say it to him, but you're look, looking at you're looking th- at today, your team saying. Today I got no criticisms for, for Daniel Jones. My late great brother Sam used to say, the time to criticize the fat dude it's not when he's getting back from the gym with the sweaty wristbands. Don't criticize him then. He just went to the gym. He's having his egg whites and stuff. Like, leave him alone on that. Daniel Jones, I'm not talking about him today. He played well. That He played well enough to win, certainly. He made big plays. But, of course, on that play, key, you know what I'm thinking. I once talked to a wide receiver, played a while in the NFL, Jay, who told me, I'm trying to remember who he was, that that – when you are wide open and the ball's in the air. Do you remember who that dude was? Mm-mm. Number 19. Like a, like a week ago, Key, you were talking, not even, you were talking about this. Was, was th- th- Earlier this week, you were talking about how it's in a way the hardest ball, right? Like to, to some dudes, when it's in the air, you're wide open. Take us through it. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's a bad deal. <laughs> It's a, all those lights on you too, Keith. Oh, oh man, I just felt bad for him, and I felt when I was watching it, I just felt that he was getting ready to drop it. I swear I did. I was like, "Me too," because of you. He I blame gonna, you. He ain't gonna catch it. I could just tell how he was running. He was running like he, he just he was running nervous. He didn't look smooth and relaxed. He looked tense in doing it. That's he came open. He came open on the post route. He closed the cushion. He gave him the outside nod. He went skinny like he should have. Daniel Jones put it where he should have, led him, led him to the front part of the goalpost, and it just didn't finish the Did deal. you say he ran nervous? You just said he, he did just all the things he right was doing. Right here, see, look. He, like, he, yeah. he looked nervous. Yeah. He just looked nervous, mm. and it was one of those deals where it was coming up on him so fast that he couldn't make the necessary adjustment. So when you start looking at things like that, that's not on the coaching staff, man. Well, that's on the player. I, I have my hand raised. I, I, I'm in between. I'm, I'm, I'm with Key on the coaching staff. I think Jason, Jason Garrett actually called a decent game. I give him credit for calling it. I mean, that opening drive, he was extremely creative, right, in the opening drive. The thing that kind of brought me back, it's almost like having PTSD to a, to a, a degree, <laughs> yes. right? It's like you're, you're watching all that happened, and you're like, oh, this is okay. And then that last drive, man, after Bradbury gets that interception, 
who had a bad game. Who had Brad a horrible, getting horrible game. Up, but then he came through all is forgiven. You come through on that play. It just seems like, Max, when you get back to that really adverse moment as a fan, and you're like, all right, J.C. Garrett, let's be creative here. Question. Run, first down. Second down. Run. Third down. Pass. I'm like, I'm just going to settle for the field goal. Not only run, run, pass, but Jay, up the gut. Up the like gut. Like right into the teeth of the defense. I, Key, this is the question. I see that. But they, was, think, getting, they, was, get, they was making hay going – when they were running their counter plays, they were getting hay. They was getting four, five, six yards a pop when they were running right up the gut. They, when they ran the ball up the gut, they were getting hay. It wasn't like they was getting stuffed. Okay. That aside, you were clowning them. I was. Jay was. What were you saying all week about Jason Garrett? Run, run, pass. Yeah, okay. Run, run, pass. So now the game's PTSD. on the line. Run, run, pass. Here's, here's the question. <laughs> Key, here's the question. Game's on the line. I give Jason Garrett credit. Jay did. You did. Much better play calling throughout the game, right? He did a good job. Is that on Garrett? Or is that Joe Judge at that moment of the game? Who, is, who, is, who, do you t- who takes responsibility for those play calls at that point in the game that come away with a field goal instead of a touchdown? It just depends. Coach, it depends. Coach could tell him, Joe Judge could tell him, we got three. Let's, you know, he could just tell him, say, hey, we got three. Let's just take the points. Or if we don't get what we're looking for, take the points. It just depends on what their communication is. Sometimes the head coaches will veto and overrule certain situations. And the the offensive coordinators will be real vanilla. And sometimes the head coaches say, be aggressive here. It just depends. I'd rather rather be the latter. Be aggressive. aggressive. I'd rather be aggressive. Especially when I see Daniel Jones rush for 95 yards. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Like, roll him out of the pocket. But, Jay, here's – but okay. So, you're going to have the field goal available to you anyway. We got – there's more to talk about this. There's more to talk about this. That's how week two got started. We have a ton to get get throughout the show. Bunch of MVP candidates looking to bounce back week two. We're asking on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, which MVP will bounce back in week two? Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, or Derrick Henry? Be a part of KJM Nation on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed or call uh, call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back. So are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Big test of the quarterbacks. We'll tell you the grades for Daniel Jones and Taylor Heineke next after Jay has this from Goodyear. It's our favorite time of the year as we're back traveling the road for college football. And Goodyear knows the passion and excitement it takes to drive forward. Whether your team is home or away, the game's traditions are still the same. Through every first down, touchdown, or fourth quarter comeback, by moving, anything is possible. Goodyear is here to drive you forward on the road that moves us all. Goodyear. More driven. How in the world do you jump off sides and you're right in front of the football? If I'm looking at that ball, I'm not moving until I see it move. I don't know. Tell me. That's going to be a long flight home, and that's a short flight. <laughs> More Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max next. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sean, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Oh. This is actually the only beat right here I didn't like off that first Wu album. That's the only beat I didn't like. I love how That's yesterday. That's the only song I fast-forwarded past. Yesterday it was going down and, and you were freestyling and Keith was like, is that Wu-Tang? I was like, it's not Wu-Tang. <laughs> I, no, I actually thought it was Eminem. Listen, little you heard it on ESPN 630 Sports Capital. Look, sometimes the best conversations we have, and this goes for TV, radio, are like off mic during the commercial break because people are just kind of talking and the language is a little bit not, not appropriate for not PG. the FCC. But cleaning that up, <laughs> Key and Jay were just talking about what happened with Dexter Lawrence where he jumps offside and, and – the Giants just win the game because Washington misses the field goal offside, negates it, and then Washington gets five more yards, and they kick the field goal, and they win. Take us just whatever you guys were just saying before, Jay. I'll start with you. Like, just what, you know, just say, say what you just said during the commercial break. Well, first of all, you know, Key always brings, <laughs> Key brings up these points where it's like you get into this thing where a lot of times when you're in game situations, I know in basketball specifically – this one happened with the Bulls. We were playing against the Mavs, and there was about maybe eight or nine seconds left. And we're going against Steve Nash and Dirk. And they were running a ton of ball screen, right? And the one thing we didn't want to do is because Dirk would always slip the ball screen and pop out for a three. So we're in this motion to try to win this game. And our coach is like, Bill Curry, it's like, hey, all right, look, guys, no matter what you do, Eddie Curry, Eddie, don't. Show on the screen. I repeat, don't show. So everybody, you know, start echoing commands. All right, we're not going to show on the screen. We're not going to show on the screen, Eddie. Don't show on the screen. Sure enough, that ball screen comes. Time is dwindling down. Steve comes off it. And Eddie, I'm like, just lay back, dude. Like, let me get over the top. Just lay back. Eddie shows on the damn screen. Dirk pops out. Boom, knocks down the shot. It's more so the look that everybody gives that player after that moment. Like, you dump my... We j- everybody just told your ass <laughs> not to show on the damn screen. We all just said it. Next game, he it was just, on the Knicks. Yeah, <laughs> they dealt him to New York. After and that, that Dexter right? Lawrence moment. I mean, I, Key knows football. He, he'll tell you how well, they it's talk. The same, it's the same thing in football, oh, basketball, God. every sport. When they tell you don't do something, you, it, it's like you were telling stories from you high school. Do it. Yeah, high school. We had we lost we lost a quarterback, and the young quarterback came in, and I think Damon might have been like in the tenth grade. He's like a sophomore, so. He comes to the huddle, and I'm like, you know, we all, but I, I remember, I'm like, Damon, just whatever you do, man, just don't fumble. You didn't say that cool call man collective, though, no, did yeah, you? No, yeah, I did, because, okay. yeah, don't fumble. He gets underneath center, first snap, he fumbles. It's just like, <laughs> You seriously? put it in his head, you put it in his head. But in the pros, we have plays hmm. that no-brainer freeze where we say, okay, it's fourth and inches, we're trying to get them to jump. Don't. Jump. So basically, no brain and freeze is just 
Just sit tight, man. It's a no-brainer. Just chill. Please. It's just self-explanatory. Don't move. That's just, so self-explanatory that even there. labeled it self-explanatory. As soon as the quarterback gets underneath the center, we break the huddle, quarterback gets underneath the center, as soon as he barks out the first signal, hey, it's like, what? <laughs> Tell you, Max, it, it or, has you ready to slap Or people. when we do PAT, field goal, whatever, we're not trying to block the field goal. We, which last night, they may have not been in field goal block, meaning the Giants. I, Based on the way they look, it didn't look like they were in field goal block. It looked like they were going to allow him to kick the ball because it was a long field goal. And so Dexter Lawrence just jumped. And, like, you don't jump at that moment because there's nothing you can do to get to that ball in the position Uh. he's in. He's not in the position of blocking the ball. No-brainer freeze. Like, look at him. (laughs) No-brainer freeze. He's not getting – over the center and through the center. Like, you know that, Max. <laughs> like, you're not going to be able to you can't block make a play the on ball it. Yeah. because you can't block the ball. So the why would you try and block the ball? There's no point in you doing that. And, Max, you know and what the worst feeling is? You should have your ass about three yards off the head of the center. I'm turn over this whole thing. I'm going to start to riot you know what, in the, in the know, studio. I'm so mad about this. You know what the worst part yeah, about right. it is? If you're Dexter Lawrence at that yeah. moment, when you have teammates that try to come over and be like, it's, it's all, all good. good. <laughs> <laughs> that thing ain't all good. Well, look, and everybody look, knows this we need ain't get, all good. We need to get to the quarterbacks. I'll just say, no-brainer freeze. Well, Dexter Lawrence should know that, or he's told that. Somehow, Bill Belichick teams, you never see that from them. That doesn't happen. And, it won't, on, it, on, and, it won't, and Joe Judge supposed to be Bill happen. Belichick. It, it, tough but it, no- won't, it won't happen to the Giants in the future. I it hope not. Happen. It won't happen. It, I don't, I don't love learn the fact that it mistakes. just happened in the past. Speaking of quarterbacks with fumbling issues, Daniel Jones' fumbling issues did not show up uh, Thursday. He avoided any turnovers. I thought he had a very good game. Time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here's some straight talk from Giants quarterback Daniel Jones after Kenny Galladay was seen yelling in Jones' direction near the bench in the closing minutes of the game. You know, he was frustrated at the situation. I don't really think it was uh, to me uh, or anyone in particular. So I think, uh, you know, we're, we're all good and, and love Kenny. I thought he, he played hard and, and uh, you know, did a lot of good things out there. That was uh, Straight talk. talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. <laughs> no contract, no compromise. Key, uh, was that straight talk from Daniel Jones? Yeah, I mean, he's quarterback talking. And that's fine. He's young. He doesn't want to ruffle any feathers. What really happened, though? Well, what, Why is Kenny Galladay yelling at Daniel Jones? Frustrated that he was getting strapped. Mm. He was getting strapped. How's that, that on Daniel Jones, Kenny? You know what strapped me, right? Yeah. yeah How's that on Velcro. Daniel Go- Jones, Kenny? Kenny Galladay has not lived up to the free agent billing and the money that they signed. And he feels the heat. Because he wasn't getting open. And I'm sure the Washington football team was letting him know. Like, man, you sorry. I'm sure they was telling him that. And he was just festering in his head. And, 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 and so at that point, he felt like he probably could have made some plays in crucial moments and times. And Danny Dimes was going to the actual guys that were not getting strapped. I mean, like literally like Velcro. Sterling Shepard, like who's excellent, by Velcro. the way. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. And, and Sterling Shepard was living – off of last week's 11-catch game, 100-plus yards. He did his job, but Kenny Galladay getting strapped. And I mean, by the way, Darius could, Slayton, you know, until, the, until the drop pass, also was having a good game. Galladay yeah. was the guy who was, as you said, getting strapped. He, he ate targets, three catches. I think he had like 30 yards. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if you paid that type, I could do that. You can throw the ball eight times to me at 50. I could do that. Hell, go sign T.O. Yeah, right. He can help you. I mean, like, seriously, he's got to chill and, and just work to get open and get better. If he chills, work to get open and get better, then Daniel Jones becomes better. He'll become a better receiver. He'll get more opportunities. That's exactly what will happen. Quarterbacks look good. I'm not – quarterbacks look good last night. Defenses looked a Is little Daniel tired. Jones quarterbacks look good. I don't know if he's a keeper. He had a good game yesterday. And, by the way, so did Taylor Heineke. Mm-hmm. They, but they bo- both quarterbacks look good in against these supposedly good defenses on short rest. Aaron Rodgers channeling his inner Jerry Maguire will explain next after he has this from Indeed. Running your own business requires a lot of running around. From bookkeeping to client meetings, you run it all. By the time you need to hire, you'll even run out of energy. Luckily, with Indeed Instant Match, you immediately receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed Match your job description the moment you sponsor a job, according to Talent Nest. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Hiring can finally run smoothly with Indeed. To learn more, simply visit Indeed.com slash credit. Do I think Aaron Rodgers will be a repeat offender in terms of this week against the Lions? No, I don't. I think they will be ready to go, and you will see a much better player in Aaron Rodgers. More Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I'm not going to do what you all think I'm going to do, which is flip out. Well, you heard from Jerry Maguire, right? Let's listen to Aaron Rodgers yesterday with the media following... Maybe the worst game of his career. Look, we've won a lot of games around here. We've lost a few, but you move on. It doesn't matter if you play incredible and put up 50 or you get blown out. You move on to the next next opponent. There shouldn't be some big drastic change and alteration the way that we do things, the way we practice, the way we prepare. If it's good enough to get you to this point, then it's good enough from this point forward. So I haven't changed any of the stuff that I've been doing. Um, obviously... You know, we got to play better. But if we're starting to freak out after one week, we're in big trouble. You know the big difference is there, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, and you guys both talk about this a lot. Um, Jerry Maguire really was flipping out, right? He's saying, I'm not going to flip out as he's flipping out. 
you could hear it in Aaron Rodgers' tone, mm-hmm. his cadence, everything, the things he's saying. He's really not flipping out. He's, no, why, he, would he? why would he? Yes, yeah, it's, it's week two. You got 16 more games to go. Now, if you don't beat the Lions, now we've, you know. We start to freak out. Now, now you we, start, now you, now that's we yeah. start to look at each other. No, yeah. we start to look at each other and, and start to wonder what the hell is going on. Right. You know, if we don't take care of business in our next game. But there's no need to flip out because you're, it's one game. It's like one game. You know what went wrong in that particular game and why you lost. I know we love to get into like all the um, dramatic stories and, you know, we love to sensationalize things and say polarizing comments. But, I mean, if you're an athlete, if you're a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you've been saying R-E-L-A-X for a while now. Yeah. You're trying to tell people, okay, like, we've had a limited camp. And if there's one dude you're going to bet on, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, right? Limited camp, had issues with some offseason drama against Detroit. All right. I go like, back. That's a to, game where you get your swag back. How many seasons ago what, he came out and said, and it was basically the relaxed comment, we're going to run the table and make the playoffs. Really? You're going to go 8-0 and or 7-0? They ran the table and made the playoffs. Yeah, because you know your schedule. You know your schedule. You know what's in front of you. So you don't, you don't worry about it. You know Detroit's right there in front of you. You take that game. You clean up whatever mess that there is, and you move forward from there. It's, 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 I know it sounds crazy, but it's that simple. It's it not that difficult. We had one stretch in the league where we played the Lakers. We played the Mavs. We played the New Jersey Nets with Jason Kidd and Vince Carter. Uh, then we played Detroit with Chauncey, and it was like a hell of a four-game schedule. And then we had Cleveland on our schedule, right? And with all due respect to Cleveland, that was a game where it's like, all right, we just got beat up for four games in a row. Like that Cleveland game, though, we came back and was like, all right, like now I feel like we have a better understanding of who we are. We had our bounce back after that Cleveland game. It's that simple. We're asking on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, and Twitter feed. Which MVP candidate will bounce back in week two? Right now, at Key J and Max on Twitter, Aaron Rodgers leads, no surprise, 53.9% of the vote. <laughs> He's playing the Lions at home. Followed by Josh Allen with 24.9, Derek Henry with 14.3, and Lamar Jackson, 6.8. That's He's probably. The Chiefs, right? I feel like Lamar's going to have a big game. That's probably about right. In terms of the order, I don't know about the percentages and all that, but in terms of the order, that's probably right. I'm moving Lamar up. Lamar showed flashes week one that were outstanding. So if their secondary is having issues, what do you think Patrick Mahomes is going to do that secondary? Oh, so if they, I'm not if they, saying they win the no, game. No, I'm talking about their performance. I'm just saying, though, if, he's, if Lamar Jackson has to play from behind and you feel the need to make up a lot of ground, that could put him in the same situation we saw him in last game. And it depends. Like, Josh Allen is at number two at 24% or whatever it is, and they play Miami in Miami. The last time he played Miami last year, the first game of the year, he lit – he, I mean – Tore he them up. Lit them up, but they played a lot of man-to-man coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't do that necessarily against New England. They probably mixed things up like Pittsburgh did. Pittsburgh didn't play a whole lot of man. They played a lot of zone. Maybe they mix it up and get out of what they normally would do, which Miami wants to play man-to-man. That's why they paid their corners the type of money they paid them. Um, I can see where he may have a little bit of a, a bounce back. It's going to be tough for me to see Derrick Henry against that Seattle defense in Seattle 
bouncing back at a level that makes you go, okay, he's an MVP candidate. Especially they're going to be playing from behind. you got to figure what Russell Wilson's about to do to those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for Carson to have a big game because they're going to have such a lead, they're just going to start running the ball at a certain point, right? You have to imagine, based on what you saw week one, um, listen to Lamar Jackson, guys, at the presser yesterday. Uh, sorry, on Wednesday. On, the, on his own – let me just set this up for a second. <laughs> Lamar Jackson has to do two things. Two things. He's got to win in the playoffs. He got that monkey off his back last year. Every year does a little better in the playoffs. And you got to beat the Chiefs if you're in the AFC. He's 0-3 versus the Chiefs. Here's Lamar Jackson. It's not about, you know, me and Mahomes. Not to me, you know, probably to everyone else. But, you know, it's the Ravens versus Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they did beat us, you know, three times or whatever. But that's in the past. We, we, you know, we got a better opportunity this time to come around and we, we take the advantage and win, win in our home stadium. Um, but I'm not dwelling on those losses. You know, we, we come in Sunday night and we're going to play. Nothing wrong with that. That, that, that it, it, He's right. It's not him versus Mahomes. It's the creation of fan base in the media. He's got to do what he's got to do. He can't, he doesn't, he's not playing defense and neither is Mahomes. What he has to do is put points on the board for his team engineer drives, capped off by touchdowns and field goals. That's what he has to do. Okay, now I'm going to give you the stupid sports pundit point of view, okay? That's me. I'm that guy right now. I think Mahomes does play defense. I think so does Lamar Jackson in a bigger sense. And I'll say it, I'll say it like this. Why does it feel like the other team always screws up when they play Tom Brady or nowadays when they play Patrick Mahomes? Right? Doesn't it feel like, wow, well, the punter couldn't hold on to the ball? Something like that always happens. My theory is this. When you look and you see Patrick Mahomes is on your team, everyone feels like, doesn't matter, we can still win this game. And when the other team sees Patrick Mahomes is on your team, they got the same thought. Lamar Jackson has the kind of talent to eventually maybe be one of those guys. Like, and he showed it even scrambling and throwing some darts in week one. He's got to be that kind of player for the Ravens. Oh, they can't win from behind. Why not? What, Lamar Jackson? He was the most accurate age 21 passer in the history of the NFL. He can't be that guy like Mahomes is? That's what I'm saying, Key. It really does come down to but who, who but, do you have back there? But, again, who's saying that he can't be that guy? I'm not. I'm saying he's got to be. And, and all he has to do is do what he did against the Raiders and a little bit more and his teammates around him do their part. He's playing fine. There's nothing There's nothing wrong with Lamar Jackson. He's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. He just does it different. And I say this all the time, Jay and Max. If, if Lamar Jackson gives you 25 touchdowns in the air and 15 on the ground. It's still 40 touchdowns. It's still 40 touchdowns. <laughs> no doubt. Do the damn math. I just this is the kind of stuff that gets me really angry as, a, as an ex-athlete, though, kid. It really it, it drives me crazy. And I understand that, you know, expectations are a guy like Lamar Jackson has to elevate the status of his team and has to be that Patrick Mahomes. Man, Patrick Mahomes is still throwing to Travis Kelsey. He's still throwing. Lamar didn't even have Rashad Bateman. Mark Mark Andrews got to come to the party. uh, Yeah, he has to wake up. But, like, let's not act like J.K. Dobbins is no longer available. Let's not act like they're not on their fourth running back in Latavius Murray. Then just get picked up. Like, you know, let's actually put it into context about what he's working with. Now, he put them in a situation where they could have won against the Raiders. It's going to take a superhuman performance every single game. But let's also call it for what it is. I think that's, that's a great point, actually. Like, one of the 
To be Patrick Mahomes, to start your career like this, you have to have sick otherworldly talent. Yes. You've got to have a crazy work ethic to hone it. You've got to be in the, with the right coach and the right teammates, right? That's how you get Patrick Mahomes. But he's got that now. Lamar doesn't have that. That's true. But that's what he's dealing with, and he's going but to have to figure if, out how to beat the Chiefs. But even if Lamar had that, Lamar is different. Kind of player. Different kind of player. It's, it's, it's it, basketball, Jay. It's you are a different guard than Magic Johnson. Y'all mm-hmm. still play the same position. Y'all still run the floor, but you're not gonna run the floor the same way as Buck did. Yep. It's not, but it, it, but the end results could be the same. But you're smaller. He's bigger. He can go in the post. You're gonna shoot from perimeter predominantly. I mean, that's where yeah. it is. Patrick Mahomes does it a certain way. Lamar does it a different way. It's. Boy, that, but, but, that but, different but, way better get a win want? in here one of these days. <laughs> That's all I'm saying but, against Patrick. But it is about who Magic Johnson played with, right? Like, it is about Magic Johnson and some of the teams that he was on and some of the talent around him as opposed to me with the Bulls and some of the talent I had around. It makes well, a world of a difference. Well, it's not, look, not LeBron, LeBron, when it wasn't happening for him, he's like, okay, if you guys won't at least get me Amari Stoudemire, I'll, I'll go link up with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bott. Like, he did it himself. Dan Graziano is uh, with us now. To play hot news or not news, uh, Dan, you're going to be in Baltimore for Chiefs Ravens. What do you expect from Lamar first, who's zero uh, three against the Chiefs? Yeah, I'm kind of with with uh, Key and Jay Will here. I, I think you know this list. I don't think he belongs on it because I don't think he does need to bounce back. Obviously, they'd like to win, but I don't think his performance w- was a disappointment. Obviously, the fumbles he's got to he's got to correct that. But otherwise, in terms of what he produced on Monday night against the Raiders, I think he kind of did all he could. Uh, and he's and he's going to have to do more. I, I mean, this is it's the worst shape the Ravens have been in uh, in a game against the Chiefs since Lamar became their starter. So it's obviously not the prime spot for him to sort of break the spell that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have over him. But uh, if he pulls it off somehow, that would be a massive feather in the cap. I, I just think there's too much working against them right now for this to for this yeah, to be I, a I agree. I don't think Lamar has to hex. I don't think Lamar has to bounce back. And by the way, he fumbled a couple times. That's atypical. He usually takes care of the ball. So that's, you know. But this isn't the first time, Dan, that we've ever seen quarterback battles with each other. If you go back and you think sure. about Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, when are they finally going to beat the New England Patriots? When are they finally and then it happened and the rest was history. So it yep. is going to happen at some point. You, yeah, maybe not. It, it, it has to happen at yeah. some point. All right, some point. Dan, let's play hot news or not news. The Giants starting okay. zero two for the fifth straight season. Uh, there's hot his news music. There's Dan's music. There <laughs> I mean, it is. The, the question answers itself. It's not news. It happens every single year. Uh, look, the Giants are in a terrible cycle right now. I mean, like this is this is unfortunate. They're obviously they haven't been a good team in a while. That still doesn't mean that that their fan base deserves the pain of, of a loss like last night, but. Uh, it has to start turning around. They have to start winning some of these games. I think you can take some good out of last night if you're evaluating Daniel Jones. I think you can take some good out of last night if you're evaluating the health of Saquon Barkley going forward. But at some point, they're going to have to be a team that can win a game like that. Uh, that's about as, as rough a loss as you can get. I think it's work in progress, Dan. No question about it. They, they are certainly in a situation where it's hot news because the fan base does not deserve, much like you said, to continue to just suffer night in and night out, sleepless nights. This poor guy, Max, over here, walked in this place, looked like he'd been up 88 hours. <laughs> yeah, Dan, I, I would say it's hot news just because, you know, when, when you see the final stat line, like, oh, Daniel Jones actually played really well. He didn't fumble the ball. He rushed for 95 yards, and we lost. 
It's hot That's news. Right. It's hot news, but let me give you some more hot news. Giants could still easily win this division. I'm not convinced that any NFC East team is out of this division. That's right, Dan. Easily win the division. These teams are not good, including easily. the Giants. Go ahead, Dan. They're not. But, man, I, I don't think the Giants could have played any better than they played last night. They still lost the game. So, I, if they win it, it's not going to be easy. All right. Demarcus Lawrence is placed on IR. He's going to miss six to eight weeks. Hot news or not news? It's hot news. I mean, look, this is the best player they have on defense. I mean, unless it's the rookie, Parsons, which it could be. But in terms of generating a pass rush, Lawrence is essential to the Cowboys' defense. And it will suffer without him at a time when they absolutely need to show they can play better as a defense. I mean, Justin Herbert and the Chargers this week, uh, that, that improved offensive line, it was going to be difficult to get to Herbert anyway. This makes it that much more difficult. I, I think it's hot news and, and unfortunate news for the Dallas Cowboys. Certainly hot news when you look at it. They miss a guy in Lawrence that could get to the quarterback, much like you said. Now, when you were in that meeting room, there's no real red dot guy that you would be pointing a laser at saying, we got to account for him on the Dallas defense, other than maybe Michael Parsons, depending on what they feel about him. Hey, look, Justin Herbert is at the top of his game. It's going to be a long day for that secondary without a pass rush. Yeah, I'm sure it's hot news. I just still, when I come back to the division, Dan, I just look like at the talent on paper, and I'm looking at what the Giants are. We'll see what the Eagles will be this weekend on the road against yeah. a, a really good 49ers team and seeing what Washington is. Tyler, Taylor Heineke, okay, decent. I still think Dallas has the most talent in the division by far. It's hot news. I like the Chargers in this game anyway. I like them more now. They'll, they'll live like the Giants to see what it is without a pass rush at all. <laughs> you got to blitz every time you want pressure. All right, Dan Graziano, mm -hmm. Will Fuller back from suspension uh, for the Dolphins this week. Hot news or not news? It's hot news. They went out and got Will Fuller knowing that Tua Tungavailoa needed to evolve his game as a downfield thrower. Will Fuller is a downfield threat, a speed guy. Obviously, this is somebody they plan to feature prominently in the offense. It's a help for Tua going forward. It's a one-game suspension, which they knew about when they signed him. So this was always part of the plan to roll him out in week two. As we look ahead to the evaluation of Tua Tungavailoa in year two and whether he's the guy for the Dolphins long-term, Will Fuller is only going to help with that evaluation. Yes, yeah, hot news because speed kills, Dan, as you just mentioned. You got Waddle in the middle. You got Fuller on the outside. Imagine that vertical stretch with uh, uh, Parker coming underneath. It, it should help Tua's game against Buffalo. Hopefully, Will Fuller stays healthy, though. That was, on my, that was my word. Just Will Fuller staying healthy. Like the same guy, Houston. Supposed to help Deshaun Watson. Just want him to stay healthy. Hot news and Waddle to me is the X fact. Like that, that when yeah. they made that pick, I'm like, uh oh, like they could really do something now. A guy who little five yards and can take it to the house on any given play, like hopefully a Tyreek Hill type guy. I agree. Hot news. Eric Bieniemy being a candidate for the USC job. Hot news or not news, Dan Graziano. I'm saying not news for two reasons. One, Bieniemy should be a candidate for for a lot of coaching jobs, and and for some reason hasn't been. Uh, also, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think he sticks around and goes for an NFL job, which at some point I believe he'll get. So I'm going to go with not news on those two fronts for Eric Bieniemy and the USC connection. Key, you're going to hire Eric Bieniemy, yes or no? Not news <laughs> at all. Eric Bieniemy is the Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator in the second week of football season. He will continue to be the offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs in such due time that an NFL job opens up. Therefore, USC is continuing to do our search, and we will, at some point in time, 
come to the conclusion that we will hire a football coach. Hi, Dan Graziano. <laughs> there is the press hi, conference. Hi, hi, Dan Graziano. My name is Keyshawn Johnson, and I will not be running for president of the United States. Yeah, there you go. Hot news. Um, hot news, and I like the idea of enemy before it was even reported. Uh, it makes sense to me. Uh, Dan Graziano, hot news or not news, the Colts being part of an in-season hard knocks. Whew. I was going to say not news because I think by the time it's on, I'm not sure who's going to be left standing for the Indianapolis Colts. That roster is, I mean, it's not Baltimore, but it's in pretty bad shape in terms of uh, how beat up they are. My concern is that by the time this airs in mid-November, the Colts aren't contenders anymore because they have this rough start to the season and they're already so banged up. So I'm going to say not news and hope I'm wrong because I like a good entertaining hard knock. See, it's, it's hot news for me because why in the hell would the Indianapolis Colts agree to do such a thing when you're trying to win football games and focus in on game planning and not having some goofy stuff run around so people can see a train wreck during the season. It makes zero okay, wait, sense Okay, wait, wait. So me. what's the answer? Why? You asked the question. What do you think the answer is? I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. It doesn't why make sense. Why are you sense. doing that? Why, why, why would you do that? Can't like make I, sense out of nonsense. Like if I was on that team, they would get nothing out of me. It would be a waste of time. I'm focused in on trying to beat the opponent, yeah. not worrying about – Who's getting cut? Who's doing like, like, go away. Dan, do you think Frank Wright gets Carson Wentz back to his 2017 form? I think he's going to struggle because of the issues they're having on the offensive line early in the season. I, I mean, I think Wentz can, will be able to play and he'll be okay. I think we saw a little bit of that in the first game, but no tackles right now. I, I just don't think he's in a position where you're going to see him able to maximize that. I have never heard the media and also football people make more excuses for a player than for Carson Wentz. He is Stop very hating, talented. Max. He is very hey, talented. He, he is me very how it was tough. Go. He's very talented. He's very tough. Go. Dan, That's he, he starts his haterade. He's been drinking a lot of it on Carson I'm Wentz. I'm just telling you the truth about Wentz. <laughs> Everyone, it's not just you, Dan. He's Everyone got upset about the Giants. He's, he's, he's salty because of the Giants game, which you can't blame him for. Why that. would they really? ever agree to do that? What, what, that's what I'm saying. You know but what? Key, ever hold hold up, that. hold up. Is this is this one of these can't make sense out of nonsense situations, Dan? When Key asked, why would they agree to be on Hard Knocks, the Colts? You know, they they're a pretty accessible group. I mean. Chris Ballard has a thing every year where he brings their, their beat reporters in after the draft and goes through, like, the process and takes – so they, they like showing fans and, and media a look at sort of how they do things. And I think the leadership there, when you talk about Ballard, when you talk about Reich, I think that's strong enough that I, I just don't think the distraction element is going to be a factor for them. I, I, I think it's a, it's a pretty good until, team to hey, do Dan, it Hey, Dan, until it is a distraction. Dan, they're only plus three and a half versus the Rams. Just saying. We got bigger problems. Uh, we got to get out of here, guys. We have some bills to pay. That's Dan Graziano. Thanks, Dan, on the Goodyear Hotline. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented oh, by Progressive Insurance. As the NFL season gets underway, make sure you're ready for kickoff with TuneIn, the app that lets you listen to live games, in-depth analysis, and tailored content for your team all season long. Plus, with ESPN Radio on TuneIn, you can listen to comprehensive football coverage from NFL Live, Fantasy Focus Football, and more all to fuel your football fandom. Download the TuneIn app today to start listening everywhere you go. An NFL player who thinks he can play till he's Key's age. That's next. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio and ESPN2. How old is Key? Why would they ever do that? Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. 
That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.